Real quick, before we jump into the episode, I want to remind and invite the women listening today to check out the beautiful space and community we've curated for you inside the Elevated Entrepreneur Collective membership. It's a new way of entrepreneurship that supports all of you, mind, body, and business. It takes away the loneliness that can come with being an entrepreneur and gives you a safe place to show up as you are right here and now during the highs and lows of living life on your own terms and pursuing your dreams. Whether you're feeling alone or stuck in your business, not making the money you want, not sure where to even start, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed by all the things, or you're just ready to stop playing small and up-level it all, we created this powerful, intentional, sacred community just for you. And it's where my heart is and it's where I show up every day. So if this calls to you, then you are deeply, sincerely invited to join us inside the Elevated Entrepreneur Collective. You can grab the details and register at lizlandine.com and I hope to connect with you there soon. Okay, let's begin. If you could be the mentor that you needed when you were growing up, share the information and teach others so that they can find their niche of happiness too, that we would have a much kinder world. Today's guest is Amanda Hatley. Amanda is the owner and director of She Summits Co., a mission-based adventure travel company that strives to foster self-confidence in women and girls through brave outdoor experiences. As an outdoor enthusiast herself, and with over 17 years behind her belt in the outdoor industry, as you'll hear in this episode, Amanda is passionate about creating spaces for her clients and her staff so they can blossom when it comes to mentorship, leadership, self-confidence, and fun. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Liz Landine, and this is The Outdoor Entrepreneur. Amanda, welcome to the show. Hey, it's uh, wonderful to be here with you. I, uh, I really appreciate it. This is uh, something I've been looking forward to. Great. Well, I always love hearing how people are first introduced to the outdoors. Uh, for some, it was, you know, from before they could remember. Others, it was in their teenage years. And for many, it could be later in life. So I'm curious, when did you get your first taste of the outdoors or what got you into the outdoors initially? So growing up, my family was outdoors quite a bit and my mom was involved in Girl Scouts. But really what got me into like backpacking and things like that was summer camp. I had a camp counselor who really inspired and pushed me when I was about 12. And he really made it so that I fell in love with the outdoors and really with the idea that I could do hard things in the outdoors, which made me as a person draw even more into the outdoors. That's so cool. I love when somebody's just had like an impact on your life from an early age. And I feel like what a beautiful message. I can do hard things in the outdoors, especially as a girl, right? To get that message, I think is really important. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things that I love about the outdoors too, because not only does it help you to learn that you can do hard things and have that resiliency and really be brave. But 
it can also um, translate into real life things like, man, I climbed that mountain and I made that summit. You know what? I can do this paper or I can do that negotiation for my salary. That's one of the uh, big things that mine's translated to over the years. So, yeah, that's an important one. I needed that lesson uh, a number of times. So I know you've worked a number of really cool jobs over the years before starting your own business. Can you walk us through kind of the years prior to becoming an entrepreneur and starting your own business? Like what are some of the jobs you've held over the years and where has your adventurous spirit taken you over, over these years? So I really, when I turned 12 and I was on that backpacking trip, I really fell in love with the outdoors so much but I knew at that point and all through high school that I wanted to be in the outdoors somewhere. Um, and it translated to a lot of different things. But my very first job was at the local sun and ski sports in uh, when I was 18 in the mall that was near the college that I was going to my freshman year. And then I got married at 19 and moved to Anchorage, Alaska. And I saw an REI for the first time because at that time, North Carolina didn't have any REIs. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's where I get all of my stuff from online. I want to work for them. So my second day of being in Alaska, I applied at the REI there and I got an interview the next day. And that kind of started me on an 11 year career with REI and all kinds of places from the corporate offices to uh, retail stores as well. And all over the country, I was in Alaska, Idaho, Washington, and North Carolina. And then my husband got a fantastic job offer in Maine. And at the time there weren't any REIs in Maine and there was no way to work from home for them either. So I had to look at something different and I got an opportunity to be a manager with a local independent store. And I had worked in one for about a year um, back at the beginning of college, but I was so used to corporate life. And then I got into it and realized all the things that I could do and all the things that I could kind of get my hands in and be part of the business and make an impact. And I really fell in love with it. And so working for Acadia Mountain Guides, um, which is here in Orono, Maine, um, and they do commercial climbing in Acadia National Park. And I got to see those experiences and I got to help manage a retail store. And so my last five years, that's who I worked for until I started She Summits Co. in uh, 2019. Uh, it's so cool because... I think, you know, we're here to talk about entrepreneurship and owning your own business and that's wonderful and we'll get to that. But I, I think it's really important to remember there are other ways to work in the outdoors. It doesn't always mean having your own business. And there's also just really great ways to get introduced to it and get started in it like working at these with these various companies. And so I, I, I like to just kind of pause with that for a minute so that people can think about that a little bit and how it translates because eventually, right, that helps to build the foundation for you to maybe eventually start your own business. And I imagine you were able to learn a lot of things about business working in those jobs that you've been able to translate and apply into your own, 
your own company. Yeah, definitely. I mean, REI has top tier training and I uh, gained a lot from that. And I gained a lot about what I didn't want in a business too. And I, the same is said for the small business that I worked for before too. I think you can gain a lot about what you want, but you can also decide um, what you don't want or what you'd rather change in your own business, which is part of why I love owning my own business. Good point. Good point. So I'm curious at what point did things change? So why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Uh, so really it has to do with the founding story of She Summits Co. I was on a backpacking trip, uh, section hiking the AT and my mentor at the time asked me, you know, what is your passion in life? Um, you're, you know, you've kind of found this love of small business, but what are you really passionate about? And at the time I said, you know what, I'm passionate about female gear and female gear that fits me correctly and finding stuff that I can get outside with. And so she summits co actually started as an idea for an all female outfitter. And then as I got more and more into the business planning, I kind of learned that my love of experiences that I had taken from the current small business that I was working for, there were no female experiences open in Maine. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to make an outfitter and I'm going to start with experiences and then I'll go from there. I love that. That's great. So so tell us more about She Summits Co. What is it? What are you doing with it now? What kind of services do you provide? Yeah, we're um, pretty uh, spread out and kind of diverse in the services that we offer. But I say that we're female-oriented, mission-based adventure travel company. Um, we happen to specialize in summer camps. And those are for uh, anyone who's female identifying from first grade to 12th grade. And then we offer what we call escapes, which are like our year round programs that we use. And we do mother daughter escapes. um, And really that's any female role model and a child that she might care for. Uh, We don't want to just bucket it into mother and daughter. Um, We've had aunts and nieces come with us and um, foster parents as well, um, and children that they're taking care of to come with us. And then we do skill builder escapes. Um, I really believe as I kind of got into the business that there needs to be more education. And so the idea that you don't just have to come with us on our trips, we can give you the information so that you can get outside safely. Um, And so you have the knowledge to get outside by yourself. And I love doing those as kind of our mother-daughter adventures as well. Uh, There's so much fun to see family members getting that information together. And then we do uh, custom adventures. Um, We love to do surprise adventures, which is really fun. We, uh, We meet folks at the Tourist Information Center in Maine and give them all of their information there. And they get to travel to some of the awesome gyms of Maine that you may not have come across unless you live here, which is really fun, especially in a tourist heavy state. Um, and then we, we've started doing bachelorette parties. It started as something fun, but it's been so much joy brought in from planning those parties for uh, women who are transitioning to that next chapter in life. I don't think I've seen anything or any other place that does that. 
<laughs> bachelorette parties in the outdoors. And I have to say like, that would be me. Like, sorry to my bridesmaids, but <laughs> that's what we're going to end up doing. I love that. That is such a cool idea. Yeah, it's it's been a ton of fun to do. And, you know, sometimes moms will be like, why do you offer summer camps and bachelorette parties? And really <laughs> it's, it's two completely different sides of our business. And it's just, it's a ton of fun and it's a brave moment for someone to kind of step into that next journey and make that commitment. So we like to celebrate them and, um, and give them time outside. We're going to take a quick break, but I can't wait to learn more from our guest about how they live and love the outdoor entrepreneur life. If you're anything like me, you've accumulated all kinds of outdoor gear and equipment over the years. I literally have piles of stuff I no longer use or it no longer fits me. And up until now, there hasn't been a simple and easy way to buy, sell, or donate it. That is until Rerouted, an online platform that allows you to buy, sell, and donate your used outdoor gear online instantly and automatically. It's hassle-free, you never have to deal with strangers coming to your house, and it's totally painless. And the beautiful thing about Rerouted as a company and why I personally love this app is they're committed to increasing access to outdoor gear and affordability for all users. Plus, they're making secondhand gear people's first choice. And that means less ends up in the landfill. Hell yes to all of this. And that's why I'm so proud to have them sponsor this episode of The Outdoor Entrepreneur and be part of this incredible community with all of you. So download the app today and get to cleaning out your closet or maybe adding some gently used and affordable new items to it. You can find the app in your Apple or Android store, or you can follow them on Instagram at rerouted.co. That's R-E-R-O-U-T-E-D.co and link in their bio to download it today. All right, let's get back into the episode. From the business model side of things, I think you have a few really unique ways that you run your business from what I've, I've kind of seen and heard. One is the decision model you have and the other is around your staffing. So let's start with the, the first one. You have something called a brave decision model that you use for everything you do within the organization to be intentional about, you know, what all you're doing. Can you explain a little bit more about this and, you know, how you use it and why it's helpful? Yeah, so our mission is fostering self-confidence through brave outdoor experiences. And so when we were talking about making this an intentional business and intentional things that I wanted to do with it, there had to be a way to make those decisions of kind of where the business was going and especially as as COVID hit, what we were going to do. And so we came up with the brave decision model. So B is for building community. R is that it's reasonably safe. A is that it's authentic. V is that it goes towards our vision and our mission. And E is that it's environmentally sound. So any decision we make goes through those five things first. And then we teach that to our staff as well. And we give our staff some autonomy when it comes to our trips to be able to make decisions based on you know, who their campers are and who their clients are. And so that's the model that we teach them to be able to use. And then as far as my staff members go, I really love the idea of, um, and especially in the outdoors of 
not necessarily having the same folks all the time. And so we created a pretty robust trip program so that we can really do that introductory outdoor experience. Like you've been doing it personally for a really long time, but you're ready to take that next step and maybe look into guiding or look into making outdoor experiences your career. And we're that next step because we do uh, woofer training for all of our uh, trip leaders. Um, we also do certifications for trip leader training for the state of Maine, which gives you a great background on some of the introductory things like map and compass and introductory canoeing and things like that, that you need to really start to become a guide or to start to look at outdoor experiences. And so I, I love the idea of eventually she summits code being um, on someone's resume and someone in the outdoor industry looking at it and going, oh my gosh, I know that this trip leader, I know that this person is going to be kind. I know they're going to be responsible. And I know that they have the training to back some of their experiences, even if they don't have a ton of experience, they're teachable. And as I kind of experiment with that staffing model, it's very different from others, but we had a great turnout for our applications this year. And we've been fully staffed since January for our summer season. So I feel like it's working for us. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting model and approach and definitely one I think would be nice for, for more companies to use. But I mean, it's a really, you know, comprehensive, but also touches on, which I really like is like the leadership side of things and really growing people you know, from the technical side, but also from the leadership side, which, which is so important and so valuable. And I don't know, you know, it's hard to get that a lot of places. Yeah. The, the whole idea of, of an actual entry level position, it seems like in the outdoor industry, those have traditionally been non-paid positions. So I wanted to make something that would give, especially women, a chance to learn and a chance to really have an experience. And with that comes a really long training program. Um, ours is almost four and a half months because it's not just in person. We start with staff meetings in January and we meet every two weeks and there's modules that you have to work through. And we're doing a book club this year. We're reading uh, Dare to Lead from Brene Brown and discussing it as a group as well. So uh, we're building in that kind of professional development. And then they get here and they have three weeks of those hard skills in-person training. And we're doing all of the trips that we do. And we're doing all of the trails and learning about Maine, um, as most of our staff aren't from here. So it's a great chance to get that experience that a lot of places don't offer in that kind of mentorship that a lot of places don't offer yet. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a wonderful place to work and just a really tremendous opportunity for any, anyone who's looking. And I know, you know, she, she Summits Co., it's, it's a younger company. So I'm curious, what's the kind of long-term vision you see for, for She Summits Co.? Like, what are your big, brave, bold goals and dreams for it? Um, so I think vision-wise, really for me, it's just to get more people who identify as female outside. Um, especially here in Maine, we're super rural. We have so many woods. 
Um, and we just had an area that was, that was designated as a night sky area, um, the Katahdin Woods and Wilderness, which is pretty awesome. And so my big goals are really to be able to offer our programs to anyone who wants to come regardless of economic status. And I'm really hoping to fund our financial aid and scholarships, not through big grants, but through small women-owned businesses here in Maine. We have a massive small business population. Uh, I think I heard a statistic that was like 80% of the businesses in Maine are considered small businesses. And it's something that I'm really passionate about now. And I think being able to say that all of our financial aid for programs came from entrepreneurs would be a pretty amazing part of our story and of being able to have community support and being able to then support our communities. Uh, we do a lot of stewardship work with um, the nonprofits here in the area, and we have a lot of them with all of the local land trusts and things. So I want to be able to kind of make that full circle entrepreneurial community piece. Yeah, that would be really cool. And it sounds like just a great place to do it. I, I'm from Connecticut and we've spent uh, a number of family trips going up to Maine and just love it there. It's such a unique place and still feels very kind of wild with like lots of outdoor opportunities and also having access to like the ocean. I don't know. It's a really cool place. And I'm, I'm just curious how you're enjoying uh, Maine and, and why, you know, why you think people should get, get to Maine. Um, yeah. I mean, that's part of why I decided to do my business here. Um, not just for the entrepreneurial community, which there's a massive one and a huge outdoor community starting too. But Maine in itself has this, yeah, wild nature to it. There's so much of it that, you know, pretty much past where we live in Bangor, there are not a lot of paved roads. Uh, you're pretty much looking at driving on dirt roads. And it reminds me so much of, of the part of Alaska that I lived in when I lived there. And going back to Alaska isn't an option. And Maine kind of combines my love of the Pacific Northwest and kind of that freedom to roam feeling. Um, here, I have absolutely loved the Bold Coast Trail, which is some of the only coastal backpacking on the East Coast. And it goes over cliffs and through some boglands to this kind of dramatic sea line where the ocean meets the cliffs and you're hiking over them and you can camp right on them, which is pretty cool. So I've, uh, I've really enjoyed doing that and taking my kids out to kind of visit Bold Coast and see that. It's just, it's such a dynamic area that it's hard to explain uh, the feeling that you get when you're coming off uh, the ocean and then all of a sudden you realize that like there's these huge cliffs and um, and hearing the ocean at night when you're camping on it is just pretty amazing. Mm. <laughs> that does sound pretty perfect. Uh, so what are some of your favorite adventure stories, either for yourself or maybe others who have been part of, of She Summits and has gone on some of these adventure uh, trips with you? Um, so last July was the rainiest July that Maine has had in years and years and years. Um, we got uh, the amount of rain in July that we were supposed to get the whole entire summer. And so it was really wet. Um, 
And we had a group where it rained 11 of the 14 days that they were out. And we're not in cabins, we're in tents. So they're in tents, it's raining. There was even part of the campground was flooded, but they took it and they turned it into fun. And they were incredibly muddy by the end of it, but they asked us to get um, some stuff so that they could make a slip and slide. And they made a slip and slide down this like river that started running in the middle of the campground. Uh, They were all completely soaked. All of their stuff was soaked, but they made it fun. And that has been one of my favorite stories that came out from last year because it has nothing to do with adventuring. It just has to do with finding fun in a moment that could have not been fun outside. Yeah, that's mindset, right? It could have very likely have gone the other way. Too, depending yeah, exactly. on how they wanted to uh, to see it. That's cool. All right. So what's your current situation um, or what about your current situation or your current setup? Are you just absolutely loving right now? Being able to be with the people that I love more often and I get to see my kids activities and we travel as a family I can really help out others when needed too. And my awful is mobile. So nine months out of the year, I can work from anywhere I want. And so can, or so can my full-time employees. So we really make it so that nine months out of the year, we can do what we need to and work on a project basis. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. (laughs) Agree on that one. And then since this is, you know, not always entrepreneurship is not always about, you know, what's perfect. And I feel like it's kind of always expanding. And many times we're, we're in the process of figuring things out. I'll ask the flip side to that coin. Uh, what about your current situation? Are you maybe wanting to improve or get a little more dialed in? Um, I think that if there was an improvement that I could make right now, it'd be not having my desk in the middle of my living room. (laughs) It's really funny. We uh, live in a smaller house. And so the only place where my desk really fit was just in the middle of our living room on the side. So a lot of times when I'm on Zoom calls and things like that, like my whole entire household is running by right in front of me. And it's definitely something that I would like to have a space of my own eventually. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. But you make it work, right? I mean, that is that is exactly. the life of an entrepreneur. It's like you figure it out, you make it work. And then when you can, you make improvements. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it, it's wonderful to have that flexibility. And then you ha- kind of have to think about like where you're doing your flexibility and what that means that you're working with. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we start to close out, Amanda, um, first off, tell people where they can find you. Where can they learn more about She Summits Co? Where can they follow you on social media? Yeah, so shesummitsco.com and you can reach us at She Summits Co on all social media except Twitter, pretty much. Great. And then kind of my final question I like to ask all my guests is, you know, I'm a business strategy and action coach and my My hope in doing this podcast is really to inspire people to take action towards their own dreams and their own goals and not just to, you know, dream about it, but to to actually do it, right? To do and be it. So with that in mind, I'd love to close out with an action challenge. So what's one thing you want people to get out there and do in pursuit of their own dreams and goals? So what's your action challenge, Amanda? I really appreciate this. So I think that if you could be the mentor that you needed when you were growing up, 
share the information and teach others so that they can find their niche of happiness too, that we would have a much kinder world. Perfect. I love that one. That's a great one. Well, a great place to close out as well, just to leave people with that. Uh, We'll put all the ways that our listeners can learn more about you and your work in the show notes. And then just thank you so much for sharing your journey with us, Amanda. It's been a blast talking with you. Keep kicking ass and happy adventuring. Thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Hey friends, before we wrap up, I wanted to share a gentle reminder that one of the main reasons I started this podcast was to not only live my own inspired life, but to inspire you to do the same and to ultimately take massive action towards your own dreams and goals. So if you're enjoying this podcast and find the content valuable, please subscribe on Apple Podcast and I genuinely enjoy hearing from you. So please be sure to leave a review. If you're on Instagram, I'd love to connect. So follow at Liz Landine. And if you want to support me in the podcast further, you can show your support by one, shopping with our sponsors and two, becoming a Patreon member of The Outdoor Entrepreneur. You get some really awesome perks for being a member, including early access, exclusive bonus episodes, social media shout outs, and even a free business idea brainstorming call with me. All right, until next time, be sure to live life on your terms. And if you're not, make a plan and make it happen, my friends. Adventure awaits and it's all yours. Thank you.